Rocco Rossi joins the show right now. He's president and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce for reaction to the extension of the stay-at-home orders until June the 2nd. Rocco, you can't be in a great mood today, but it's hard not to be in a kind of a good mood because the sun is shining. It's so fantastic. I just wish that uh, they'd also announce some uh, openings on the outside front, which all the scientists tell us is... uh, is much safer and we should be taking advantage of this great weather far more than we are. Yeah, you and the majority of our listeners that we just spoke to, uh, the stay-at-home order uh, and this extension of the state of emergency means that restaurants in Toronto who are hoping for the Cafe TO launch for the May 2-4 long weekend are going to be faced with uh, empty patios. That's got to be discouraging. Can you talk to how much of a lifeline patios are for restaurateurs? Well, they've basically been the only uh, opportunity, along with some delivery, uh, that that goes beyond help that comes from the government. And no business goes into business wanting to survive off the largesse of, of government. They have great products, great services that they're proud of, and they want to be out there earning earning money, doing it in a safe fashion. But what is so frustrating uh, about this Groundhog Day from hell is that there is no clarity about what the plan forward is beyond how is June 2nd going to be any different from May 20th, right? What are the targets? What's the benchmark? What do we have to achieve to open things up? And, and without that, that clarity, you just suck the hope out of people. You know, you talk about clarity, Rocco, but then when Doug Ford says something that muddies the water like this clip, I think it's it's hard to um, actually understand, you know, where he's getting his direction from. Here's a clip. I talk to my, my buddies. I know what happens. You know, they pick up another buddy, two or three. They go out, go golf, and then there's nothing wrong with, with, with golfing. The problem is the mobility. Then after golf, they go back. They have a few pops. That That's the problem. Um, so that, that's, that's the issue. And what we need, we're just asking people, I, I understand, believe me, the weather's nice. Everyone wants to get out. You know, I'd, I'd love to get out golfing. I'm a terrible golfer, but I'd love to get out golfing. You know, to communicate effectively, it's good to be relatable. And I think that's what Doug Ford is trying to do to be relatable. But comments like that about decisions that um, actually affect somebody's livelihood, like a golf course owner, how infuriating is that to hear? And how much does that muddy the water on how their decisions are being made? Think of the contrast yesterday, roughly the same time that Premier Ford was giving us the pop theory of uh, how to uh, how to deal with outside activities. Um, President Biden was tweeting, you can get vaccinated or you can wear a mask until you get vaccinated. You choose. End of advice. Clear, simple, motivating, uh, Mm -hmm. gives you a clear objective, a clear action you can take and a reward for that action. That's what we need. Premier Mo, uh, God love him, and I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you the, the, the levels are exact, but he has at least gone as far as to say, we hit this level on vaccines, this is what opens. You get to this level, this is what happens. Everyone tells us the vaccines are game changers, and we are in total agreement. But then 
the reasonable question is, okay, I believe it's a game changer. So tell me when and how the game changes. All right. Dr. Williams tried to provide some clarity yesterday. Here's what he said. A number below 1,000 has to be achieved because before when we had over 1,000, we were above our amount where we had to start to cancel and to have impact on our health system. The variance, the number has to be lower because of the rate is double that. So I'm looking at number well under 1,000, and we have to stay there for a number of days because those are delayed metrics for the high ICU numbers and hospitalization numbers. The Ontario Chamber of Commerce, you're calling for evidence-based metrics for reopening and clarity uh, with regard to, uh, you know, what the benchmarks are. Is that enough? Uh, that is... With what, what Dr. Williams said yesterday? It, it's a start, but it's not enough because... You know, one of the things that we were told early on is, look, at we're going to vaccinate the most uh, vulnerable, we may very well have cases still high, but ICUs and deaths will go down. So it's not just, you know, you, you get you get a thousand cases or you get two thousand cases. The, the, the whole point is or what we were told the point was is to not collapse the healthcare system because there is no zero risk way to be open without that mass vaccination. Totally get that. But then it's about managing because it's not as though the only health cost is on one side of the equation. What about all of the mental health issues being created on the other side of this? What about all of the backed up surgeries, diagnostics that are happening? What about the COVID-19, the weight that people are adding and the impact that's going to have on health for years to come? So none of this, none of this is, is, is simple. I, I appreciate that. And I understand that they're, they're having difficulty, but, um, but again, other jurisdictions are providing more clarity, more things that then we can contribute to to get the reward of the actions afterwards. And, and, and people, people aren't machines. You know, statistics tell, but emotion sells. Tell me what the carrot as well as the stick is. Okay, so um, you're calling on the province to restore public and business confidence with clarity on exactly what? Tell me, uh, you know, level level of uh, vaccination, and we get to do uh, we get to do this level mm -hmm. of of deaths and ICU, not just cases, because we know cases may well continue. There are cases of the flu. It's a, it's the cases that end up in ICU and deaths that, again, we've been told from the beginning that's really what we should be focused on. Well, uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the coming days. I, uh, I think you're not alone calling for evidence-based metrics. I, I really hope we get something concrete and we get some of those benchmarks because I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I'm starting to fatigue and I am fatiguing heavy and I, I had full on buy-in. Well, look, me, me too. And, and another factor that, uh, that needs clarity. I'm one of the two million Canadians that, quickly uh, lined up to, to take the AstraZeneca first shot. And now where, where are we on the second shot? Where is the clarity there? And 
I understand there are some risks, but I also take a look at the UK, which has largely used AstraZeneca first and second shots, and has effectively brought the death rate from COVID to zero. Like there were several days last week where it was at zero. It's just bouncing off of that, that zero number. People are back in pubs. Life is starting um, again. Uh, so it, it's an incredibly effective vaccine. Um, and let's get moving. Let's accelerate where we're, where we're going because that is the light at the end of the tunnel. And so reward us for doing the right thing. Yeah, I think we have to let people assess their risk. And uh, if they are willing to try and take that AstraZeneca as their second shot, I think we shouldn't be wasting it. We should get the uh, needles into arms if people want to do that. I'm on the other side of things. I got the AstraZeneca as well, but I would like to wait for a mix and match. But I think it should be up to the people. Um, you know, we need to get We need to get vaccinations done. Rocco, thanks so much for joining us. Stay positive, test negative, and get vaccinated. Rocco Rossi, President and CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce.